Ready? And racing. Welcome to the Dogcast for Greyhound Racing SA. Visit grsa.com.au. Well, welcome to the latest edition of the Dogcast, brought to you by Greyhound Racing SA. Uh, I'm your host, Brenton Yates, and as always, the old sparring partner, racing manager from yep. Greyhound Racing SA, Sean Matheson joins us. And Matho, what a big night we've got, and what about the uh, decorative table? We've got the uh, the Derby rug, the Derby yep. trophy, but of yep. course it's Oaks final night as well. It's all happening as the spring chasing carnival really heats up. Yeah, we couldn't fit them all onto no. the table. You <laughs> to get us on as well as that. Uh, I reckon you trophy. could wear one just as a bit of a coat uh, next time for us, yep. Matho. That might work. I might do that. I might do that. But yeah, beautiful rugs. Um, um, I love Kay the Vasari colour of this as well. Job. Yeah. And also the trophy. But yeah, they're all playing for it. $25,000 to the winner for both the Derby and the Oaks. Um, we saw some wonderful heats, which we'll touch on uh, last week. And then we've got the finals on Thursday night. But at Yatesy, as we spoke about on last week's show, it's all heating up. SA yeah. Racing, this is the time that all the good dogs come out to play. So, I mean, we, we've we've had a taste last week with the heats. Now we get to all the finals. Yeah, looking forward to it. So what we'll do uh, on the program, we've got a bit to look back on. We had the heats last week of the Oaks and the Derby. Uh, we'll look ahead to the uh, big finals on Thursday night. Um, also looking forward to having a chat to Ryan Tugwell. Uh, he's got uh, Finnis Jewel at the moment, who's going quite well for him. But he's also in a caretaker capacity for uh, a couple of the Tasmanian greyhounds that Ben England has with uh, Winburn Honey, and, and Win- who's in the final of the Oaks, by the way, and Winburn Dozer. Yeah, looking forward to having a chat to him about some insight hopefully you can give us on on the preparation about how they've gone but I mean um, in your call you spoke about Winburn Honey and we'll talk about again in the in the review of the yeah. Oaks heats that how impressive was she super super impressive like going to that first bend was as good as I've seen in a little while actually so uh, just massive improvement from last week uh, so we've got plenty to come up on today's dogcast the week in review <laughs> Our Week in Review is brought to you by the Fresh Pet Food Co. Uh, proud suppliers of fresh pet food for our Gap SA Greyhounds. Uh, they're in the Gap Prison Programs. They're based right here in South Australia. So uh, visit their website, which is freshpetfoodco.com.au for more information. Matho, review time. Yep. We look back. Uh, we had a couple of heats of both, the Oaks and the Derby. Uh, let's get underway with, uh, firstly, the Oaks. So they were early on the program, they races uh, two and three. Uh, the first heat was taken out in terrific style, as we touched on earlier, by Winburn Honey for Ben England. Yeah, and she um, she showed wonderful improvement from the, the week before to, to last Thursday night. She was still a little bit slow to begin Yatesy, which, which, I mean, in a Group 3 final coming up on Thursday night, you can't give some of these nice greyhounds a start. But she was so impressive after a slow beginning, finding her way through the field. It was only a small field, mind you. But, gee, she accelerated wonderfully well into the back straight and just put them away really mid-race. And, and she ran home really well, 30.85. The conditions on Thursday night, Yatesy, were challenging for the dogs. So it was a very strong, um, strong headwind. So into the front straight early and then at the end of the race. Had a nice one in the back straight, obviously. Yeah. But it was challenging for the dogs getting knocked around a little bit. So for her to put in that performance, 30.85, she clearly um, had the edge on her rivals there. Um, Weblack Jewel, a nice race leading up early, showed good speed, um, held on for second. And, and Zipping Mahalia for Nicole Price. I, I did, didn't mind her performance. She had a little bit of trouble on the first turn yep. um, and ran sort of into the, 
towards into the back of them down the back straight. So I think she's still a player in the final, Yatesy. Yeah, and goes into the final at a big price. Uh, I mean, the starting price profile of these, so... Winburn Honey was the third elect in the betting market. We had uh, Weblek Jewel and Zipping Mahalia one and two picks. Yep. Um, look, obviously the way Winburn Honey improved was extraordinary. You touched on that acceleration through the first turn to the back was was really where she won the race. Um, the starts are concerned, I agree. Like, sort of flopped out again, really. Like, gave away a couple of lengths in the early part, but was able to make it up very quickly. Uh, that could be a different case in the final. You don't yeah. want to be sort of giving away that start early. Uh, but look, apart from that, very impressive. And I don't think the win can be underestimated, yeah. like the weather you're talking about from Thursday night, because that was a howling breeze. And um, they're hitting it twice, obviously out of boxes, and then again into the home straight. Uh, the Derby ones are probably the more impressive that we'll get yeah. to, but um, it was still a terrific effort by yeah, Winburn Honey. Most definitely. Uh, the second heat. Now, this was a an all-the-way win as well. Uh, this was or not as well, but Where's Poppy was an all-the-way winner in this particular heat. Uh, was very strongly supported as well for Kieran Corby, back down to a $1.75 favourite, beating Mapunga Surprise. Well, I mean, she she looked the leader on paper, Yatesy, and, and that's the way it played out. And to be fair, going to the first turn, once she found the rail and yep. there, some of the, the other stronger types were a bit slow to begin. So Mpunga Surprise, which was strong in the market, was a bit slow to begin. Um, and she just opened up and she opened up a big gap down the back straight and the yep. race was over. She had the race shot to bits. Uh, 30.96 overall. Um, again, the wind and could play a factor there in the time, but she was very impressive. Um, and she has the early speed. I don't know if there's any dog in the series that can go as fast as her early. Bear in mind, some of those interstate dogs will improve a little bit on their um, on their heat runs. Uh, but she was very impressive. A punga surprise, slow out, back near the tail of the field, ran home quite well. Yep. Um, so expect some good improvement um, from her. And fast headache um, for Lachlan Mill. He's yeah. having a good run with his dogs. Yeah, he is. He must be super pumped to be in a Group 3 final. Absolutely. Um, so he ran a nice race into third. So huge respect there. But um, where's Poppy? Let him up. And really, that was the race, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't think there's a lot hidden in this particular heat. Um, the leader, the second greyhound, did what you'd expect, sort of dropping back in trip with that month between runs and sort of worked home well. Um but you make an interesting point about the speed battle in the final. We'll have to check that out because uh, where's Poppy's drawn out, but uh, does look the pace in the race and in Greyhound racing, we know that's a terrific spot to be. Yeah. Uh, we move along to the heats of the Derby. Uh, could not have been more impressed with uh, what we saw from Scalacci. Started the $2.25 favourite. There was big money at odds for Foot Rot Fender in this race. $34 into six fifty. but uh, boy, Scalacci absolutely scorched around 30 and 27 on a very, very blustery night. Amazing performance. I suppose, Yatesy, when you name a dog after a, <laughs> a, a superstar of the racetrack, but also a superstar soccer player, I think, going back in history. Um, but you want to be pretty good, and he certainly showed that, didn't he, on on, on the night. Uh, 30-27, I think when the time came up, I think a lot of us just looked at it and mm. went, oh, God, is that actually real? Um, because... Um, he really just accelerated his acceleration um, from through the catching pen down the back straight. Yes, Seventeen forty-seven that back split. Just incredible to get to that point um, in that amount of time. Uh, he, I think um, Talji, the trainer, did say that he's probably more of a five hundred meter, four fifty to five hundred meter dog. But he was super strong to the line over the five thirty, and he had that strong headwind. So very impressive. Thirty twenty-seven. 
I don't think you can take a lot more from no. the beaten brigade. Yep. I mean, Weblake Wolf um, ran home okay into second. In the bug for Kia Hurley's more of a staying type. Ran a nice race into third and qualified. So congratulations to them and departed into fourth. But you really can't take much away from the winner. He just uh, he put them away early and, and raced away. Yep, not much more to say there. There was uh, nothing to hide there. Scalacci, a 13-length margin. You, you're really uh, hard-pressed to find anything behind that sort of uh, margin, yep. I think. Uh, what about the second heat of the derby? Mpunga um, Smokey was backed into the fifty favourite, and uh, I thought it was going to take a while if at all we saw an effort like Scalacci's, but it turned out to be the very next race. Yep. It was extraordinary, this win as well. Within 20 minutes, <laughs> virtually the, the replica, didn't you? Yeah. Mpunga Smokey actually began really well. And I suppose when I spoke about Scalacci, there was probably one or two strides he took to get going. Once yep. he got going, he really motored. Whereas Mpunga Smokey came out really nicely from the boxes um, and was able to... Um, lead them up. He did stay away a little bit from the rail. He did, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, that's what's interesting about this time as well. Like, he's under a length away from Scalacci's run, but used so much more of the track. Now, yeah. I don't know if that's how he's going to prefer to race. Um, he has drawn out a bit wider in the final, which could suit, yeah. or whether it's just having another look at the track, like whether he could track a little bit closer yeah, to the fence. I think it's a really interesting point. I mean, you mentioned it in the call, um, just, just where he was on the track. And for him to produce 30-32 was, again, another terrific performance. Um, who knows, Reg um, ran a nice race into second. Lockenvar Milan, the second qualifier for Kia Hurley, so a good job there. And Aston Costello, um, probably a little bit unlucky, Yates. He, going to the first turn, was was in second place, was going to probably get a nice spot in behind Mapunga Smokey. Got copped a bit of interference. Yeah, I think what they've done here, when you look at the market, which we'll get to soon for the final, I think they've just put the line through that run. Like... Yeah. Luckless going to the first bend didn't probably do a lot from there. Like it kept finding the line, but beaten a, a long, long way. They're probably going on, take that run out and go on its previous form, which yeah. meant it was a $4 second pick behind Mapunga Smoke in that particular heat. So yep. I think that's the way they've looked through it. But uh, look, it's going to need its fair share of luck again in the final Aston Costello. So uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that shortly. But uh, yeah, that's winding out the terrific heats from the, uh, the Derby and Oaks. Uh, now, Matho, we've, as we build up to the, the spring chasing carnival, we've uh, had some trials and some upcoming as well. Yeah. So do you want to touch on the Queenslander Dolly Dutton who trialled last Thursday here at Angle Park? Yeah, so we saw Dolly Dutton um, trial last Thursday night. She flew down the day before. It takes a bit out of the dogs when you're flying from Queensland. So she trialled. She went 30-66, splits of 542, 1792. Um, again, I wouldn't take too much of the early because she does have speed, but that's not really fast, really, uh, in comparison to times. But she did come home in 12.74, which is comparable to Scalacci and Mapunga um, Smokey. So um, I think that she will have plenty of improvement there. She's being aimed at the Match Race Series and also the Adelaide Cup Series. Um, so And what's her Queensland record like? Oh, so what? she's she, a yeah, fantastic record. She's won 12 from her 20 starts. 80-odd thousand in prize money. She's a last start winner of the Publicans Cup at Albion Park. She won her last three. She's won a group three of young guns. She's very she's young. She's not, um, I wouldn't say she's a seasoned open company dog, but she's a dog on the rise. So it's exciting to see her trial. Um, as I said, she's been looking at the Match Race Series and the Adelaide Cup Series. So that'll be obviously nomination dependent, what, what actually um, gets nominated. And that's yep. Thursday week, the Match Race. Uh, this Thursday night, Yatesy, we've got a couple of nice trials as well. We've got a fire um, for Jason Sharp, which is owned by locally by Ed Burrett. Yep. 
who went around in the um, the Dapto Megastar uh, without much luck, ran seventh in the Group 1 um, last week. Um, so he'll be trialling. And we've also got Big Energy for Kel Greeno going to trial on Thursday night. He was favourite for the Speed Star in Victoria a few weeks ago. Um, 29.30 run, but the dog can go 29.0. So it's he's a very, very interesting runner for the match race series so both of them will be trialing on thursday night and as we the match race series obviously the two sorry the four sa dogs take on the four all-stars yes uh, and the winner of that gets their berth straight into the group one adelaide cup so it's really heating up and really excited to see what sort of fields we get Mm. the following week obviously we've got the the big oaks and derby finals coming up on uh, Thursday night, which we'll preview, but then the match race the following week's really shaping quite nicely. Yeah, it's just building, isn't it? Like, it's hard not to get ahead of yourself because it's yes. all sort of coming and you're seeing them all happen. Yep. Uh, it's terrific stuff. So we've got a big night on Thursday night at Angle Park, the uh, final of the Oaks and the Derby. We're going to have a chat to Ryan Tugwell, local uh, Adelaide trainer. He's up next, and he's a caretaker trainer of Winburn Honey, who's uh, got her way through and a good chance in the Oaks. The Interview Matho, uh, time now to have a uh, chat to one of our local trainers who's um, doing a bit of babysitting, I guess, for uh, (laughs) some of the Tasmanian greyhounds that have come across, but uh, he's also having a a really good run with uh, with particularly one of his own greyhounds. But he's in a partnership with uh, Lauren Harris, of course. They have got a a fabulous property and produce a lot of uh, greyhounds. I'm speaking of Ryan Tugwell, and he's been kind enough to give us some of his time this morning. Uh, Ryan, thanks for your time. Thanks for having me. Mate, we're looking forward to the Oaks. And for those that don't know, you've been taking care of the uh, the Winburn Greyhounds. Winburn Honey has made her way through to the final. And uh, Winburn Dozer, you also have, who's in Thursday night, but just couldn't get through to the uh, to the derby. How did it come about that uh, they were sent to you? Uh, well, Benny England's a, a good friend of ours. We've been mates for many years now and talk every other day just about um and yeah it just come about that uh, we had a couple there that were eligible and um yeah we we're more than happy to take them on and have a go well ryan we saw Winburn honey um through the heats of the oaks she had a run prior to that in a race where she sort of missed the start looked very new but geez didn't she come on in a week um while she missed the kick a little bit on thursday night she looked Super impressive in finding her way through the field and just that power into the back straight. You, you must have been pleased how she improved from week to week. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Visually, it was a, a, a super run. Um, she's got a good field sense about her. her. She just lacks a little bit of early speed, which we sort of knew. She's definitely got a motor. Um, I think Angle Parks I did say to Ben, they, they actually had a couple of trials leading into her first race, which might surprise a couple, but... Um, yeah, I think Angle Park certainly um, with the lure, the change of lure from from different tracks, um, it can sort of undo a couple of dogs. Um, and I think the more looks that they have, the better they go. And I just kept saying that to Ben, look, don't worry about times. It's just a matter of you know having an extra couple of looks, which hopefully is going to benefit him on Thursday night. Well, I mean, I suppose let's just talk about Thursday night um, in the final drawn box four. I mean. It's a, a really nice field, which um, which we'll, we'll certainly be having a look at. But the, you know, she's drawn four. She's got to come out a little bit better, Ryan, doesn't she? With uh, some speed certainly drawn out wide. Um, you've been working on her this week to get maybe try to get a little bit more speed out of it early. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we've you know we've just kept her fresh. To be honest, that's that's going to be her key is to like you said not miss it 
too bad. She can't afford to give them too much of a start. Um, I don't think she'll be leading. She just hasn't got that uh, natural box speed to, to ping the lid, so to speak. But if she can posse up, like I said, she's got good field sense. As long as she gets clear running around that first turn, they'll know she's in the race. It's interesting to hear you say, Ryan, that, that she had a couple of looks uh, prior to that run where she did sort of run off a bit on that first bend because I was surprised at how rapid the improvement was at her heat run um, in the Oaks. The way, admittedly, the start, which Matho touched on, probably wasn't exactly as you'd like it, but, gee, I don't know that I've seen a more impressive hunt going to that first bend and just sort of putting them away going through the pen. It was, it was really impressive, and it's, it's something you probably want to see again in the final. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, she um, she handled that corner a lot better. And, and like I said, I think that just comes with track experience. Um, I mean, obviously, they've got to have the motor to do it, but she, she's clearly got the motor. As long as she can, um, yeah, just get around that first turn, um, similar to what she did last week, then um, that's, you know, we'll know, they, like I said, she'll, they'll know she's in the race. So, What's it like to be a caretaker trainer? You said that... Um yourself and Ben are pretty good mates and have a chat every other day but how does it go when he's trying to relay instructions and you're trying to feed back to him sort of what is or isn't happening um can you take us through how that's been yeah I think it's just comes down to a trust thing um he's been really good just you know put him into your routine he's got a similar setup to us with regards to working them at home um which helps um so they adapted pretty quickly to that um but yeah as far as um and we mapped out the plan to have a couple of trials. The first one was just over the short into the catching pen, just so they uh, got used to that. And then they had a box-to-box trial on a Sunday morning. Um, and from there, he's just basically allowed us to well, do what we do and prep the way we prep. So um, obviously in conjunction with talking with each other, but just let Lauren do her, do her thing and um, yeah, just worked out well. A quick question. You said uh, fresh this week is, is what you're looking for. Is that different to what we saw in the heat or is it following the same sort of steps? Nah, it's a little bit different. Um, we just had the discussion with Ben that obviously there's no, no secret that she's going to need to step and uh, she's naturally strong. So um, we've just kept her, decided to keep her fresh to try and get her coming out the boxes a little bit better. Um, and yeah, the, the fitness won't be an issue towards the end of the race, so um, that's the plan we ran with. Well, Ryan, she's got, as you said, they're going to know she's in the race based on the way she performed last week in the heats and um, the way she raced. So, wish you all the best with her in the final um, of the Oaks. We'll just talk on Winburn Dozer, which, as um, Yatesy mentioned, um, didn't make the Derby final, but it's engaged in race five on the program and drawn out a little bit, drawn out in box number uh, six there, but did did actually come out quite well last week and then just the pressure came early from, from out wide. Um, what are you hoping to see with Winburn Dozer probably on Thursday night in probably a, certainly a, a weaker uh, type of race, a grade six race? Yeah, he's certainly graded a lot better this week. Um, yeah, look, he was just unlucky last week, did nothing wrong. He just got, uh, just found a lot of interference and that's that's the end of that. So uh, it's just unfortunate, but that can happen in races. He's pulled up really well. Um, he's had a good week leading through as well. So I yeah, expect him to race pretty good on Thursday. And and what about one of uh, your greyhounds, Ryan, uh, Fittest Jewel, who you're really having a, a purple patch with at the moment. A last start winner stepped up to the 595, but has won uh, four of its last five runs. T- tell us a bit about uh, Fittest Jewel. Yeah, she's a bit of a story, to be honest. Um we bought her as a pup, obviously, 
through the breeding. We had Don't Tell Bluey, the half-brother. Um, had a lot of fun with him. And, um, yeah, the pups were available for sale. Actually, Scotty Bryan, who was, knew the breeder, another mate from Tassie, he knew the breeder really well and um, said, you know, these pups are for sale. And, and we were in the position where we thought, well, we want, need to look, look forward to some new breeding stock. So we wanted to buy, you know, a nicely bred female to breed with down the track. And, um, yeah, she got broke. She broke in super um, really fast at Dave Knocker's. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we just had a bit of trouble getting her going back at Murray Bridge. And um, she's just taken a little bit of time, hence her age. But, um, yeah, she's really coming on and she's learning a bit every race. She's, she's yeah, turning into a really nice top. Now, Ryan, I did catch you on Thursday night and we had a bit of a chat about her. It's no surprise she is one of my favourites, actually, on this show. you got a bit of time for her. Just the way she goes about it. She's a winner and she, she can find adversity in the race and she can actually she wins. So I think that's a really good trait to have. Um, you said that there's a chance that she could be even stepping up a bit further in distance over time. Is that something you're looking at definitely in the future? Yeah, I think in the immediate future, we're just going to try and put her through the grades. Just, you know, she just needs to build on a little bit more confidence. Uh, not that she's doing anything wrong, but she's just still, um, she's still a bit young and immature, but um, like you said, she's got that will to win, but I, I think we, we certainly think our future's, uh, beyond 500, but how far um, that is, we'll, I guess she'll tell us over time. Well, uh, babe, we really appreciate your time, Ryan, and uh, we wish you all the best with uh, Winburn Honey, who uh, is going around in the uh, the Oaks on Thursday night. Uh, thanks for your time. Uh, thanks for having me. There he is, uh, local trainer Ryan Tugwell. Uh, Sean, who's looking after Winburn Honey and Winburn Dozer and uh, got the really smart finish duel himself. Yeah, most definitely. Great to have a chat to him. Great to get a bit of an insight. Yeah. And, and as you mentioned about caretaking for another trainer, it's, um, you know, you've got to be having that correspondence with them quite regularly. And, and definitely he's doing a great job because he's got a, a huge player in the Oaks final. And, and what about the other aspect he touched on where uh, Ben's happy for the Greyhound to go into Ryan's program. So yep. he said that there's no real, he's not looking for Ryan to copy what he would do. He's just got, I think trust is a word Ryan used that he just comes in and do it the way that we do it. I yep. mean, that was really fascinating to hear. Well, I think that's the relationship. He says he's got a really good relationship with him and, he, and the trust is there about um, the preparation that they do. And, and both Ryan and Lauren have an exceptional record with mm. Greyhounds and, and they're one of the premier trainers in the state, and, and they're doing a fine job. The preview. Time now for our preview of Thursday night Greyhound Racing action. The preview is brought to you by the 2023 Adelaide Cup. So uh, join us trackside. It's Friday, October 6th, so perfectly placed through the holiday uh, series. Um, it's the 2023 Tab Adelaide Cup. There's live music, yep. there's kids' entertainment, Matho. Plenty more. Uh, for more information, just uh, jump online. Hospitality packages are there, so yeah. you can scroll through and see which one might suit you for the night. Yep. Visit greyhoundracingsa.com.au. So that'll be a, a big, big night on Friday the 6th. Big night. Daylight saving as well, Yatesy. Yes. So hopefully for some really nice weather and it's all shaping as if... 
the on track is going to be amazing. The the races are shaping quite nicely, but also off track, as you mentioned. Plenty of offerings there for, for people to come along and enjoy the night. Fantastic stuff. Uh, all right, let's uh, get stuck into our previews, Matho. So yep. Thursday night, first of the big ones is race six. Second leg of the quadrilla. This is the SA Oaks final. Um, I've got the market here. Uh, do you want me to yep. run through it? Yeah, for sure. So the Mapunga surprise is the $2.40 favourite. Uh, which was a bit surprising to me. Yep. Uh, Magical Mystic is $34 box two. Purified box three at $6. Windburn Honey box four at $4.40 on the tab fix market. Uh, Fast Headache in box five at $81. Weblek Jewel in six at $10. Zipping Mahalia I thought was a big price at $14. And Where's Poppy at $3.20 in box number eight. Yep. Reserves a Zinfandel Levy and Centre Week. They're both around the 30 to one chance. So yep. That's the uh, the information for the Oaks. How do you see it all? Well, true, the tab's got the markets out as well for anyone who's interested on the Oaks and Derby to, to get involved at looking at that. Um, but, yeah, I'm super surprised that Mapunga Surprise is the favourite. Yeah. From box one, um, looking through the the her form into state, she's not a ping-out type of like dog. Like, she's going to be second or third last, isn't she? Well, yeah, I think so. I mean, there, there's... There's enough speed around her that she just gets crossed. I mean, unless something dramatic happens <laughs> that she's a, a box one um, flyer, but there's, she hasn't really drawn box one ever in her career. So I, I mean, the other the other thing with it for me is that visually on the replays, like her run home, where's Poppy was sort of similar. Like there was no ground being really yeah. taken off. Where's Poppy strongly? So. Um, it, it's got my mind boggles, to yeah. be honest, about the price. But there's smarter people than us, Matho, no, that, are, that are putting this together. Uh, uh, so there must be a reason. There must be. I, I think, though, I think she has to get out a little bit in the market. Definitely she's one of the big players in the final, for sure, yes. on her interstate form. And she was a nice run. Bear in mind, she was slow out and came from behind. I think that's where she's going to be. Yep. But she will be on the rails. And so if she pushes up to midfield, she's going to be in a striking position. But she, at that price, I just think she has to get out in the market. I mean, on face value, as we mentioned in the um, the uh, the Oaks uh, review, where's Poppy has the speed. She's, yes. She's drawn eight, which is not great. I mean, I'd like to probably have her a bit closer. She's never been there before either. No. First time from box eight. But she has, she's shown she has enough speed to cover this field. Um, so the only one is Weblek Jewel from the six, showed good speed as well. So I think the speed is going to come from the outside. There's going to be so much pressure on those inside dogs. Um, and then we spoke about Winburn Honey as well, who um, when we spoke with Ryan about maybe she comes out a little bit better, but yep. but probably she, she'll she just come out probably. Yes. Um if all the speed on that side, she might actually miss the speed. The speed coming across her might be put in a, a good position. But yeah, I was leaning more so Yatesy to the the dogs on the outside. And I take your point about zipping Mahalia. I actually think at fourteen dollars, yeah, she's a, a wonderful chance because I see her getting a nice run across and putting herself into the race. Um, whether she has the class to to win an Oaks, uh, she definitely can run the time. And at fourteen dollars, she's a, definitely a good play. But I'm. I'm personally leaning a little bit towards Where's Poppy because I think she'll lead. Yep. I think um, Zipping Mahalia, Weblek Jewel, and Winburn Honey to round out the four 
Mapunga surprise. I just I have to risk her from the inside. What? Yeah. What? How, how did you see it? Uh, look, not too dissimilar to you, to be honest. I think you're right with the Where's Poppy set up uh, and Web Lake Jewel coming over. Zipping Mahalia for me is a massive price. So each way, even though I've put it in fourth, you, yeah. you just got to entertain it at that price. Two dollars seventy it was last week in the heat. Yeah. Now on one run, all of a sudden it's gone out to fourteen dollars. Doesn't make sense to me. I, I think it slots over third and trying to work down. I think Winburn Honey's the one hunting through and lobbing fourth and the one to beat. I, okay. I think can just power through, get around and be a bit too strong. So I've yep. got Winburn Honey on top to beat. Probably the leader, where's Poppy? Uh, I've got it in second. I put Mapunga Surprise in for third, just in the element that if she's able to boot and there is a bit of trouble, then yeah. can be certainly the strongest at the end. And at the price, Zipping Mahalia to me is a, a crazy price. I, I thought had to be 6 or $7 in the market, yeah. certainly not 14 I expect... I mean, obviously the markets have come out, you know, a number of days before the race. So expect it to move. But as you said, we, we might be well off in relation <laughs> to that. The people who are doing the markets sort of know what they're doing. But I'd expect it to be some movement for sure. What about the uh, final of the Derby, Matho? Can you run through the markets and the uh, box draw here for the big one? Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, um, Scalacci's come up with the red box um, and he's quoted $2 in the bug out of the 261 Lockenbar Marlow out of the 326. Asin Costello from box four, 460. We've got Weblake Wolf out of the five, 750. Who knows, Reg, $101 from box six. Mapunga Smokey, box seven, $2.60. Departed out of the pink, $17. And the reserves, Foot Rot Fender, $16. And Buzz the Hustler, $16. But um, I think in this scenario, I think the, mar- the, the people who are doing the market sort of have it right. And... Maybe from what you're saying, maybe Scalacci at two dollars is maybe a touch of overs. Well, I think the overs come about because I think Aston Costello's a bit short. Like yeah. I think they're putting the line straight through last run, which we spoke about, and going on its previous form and sort of slotting it in there. Um, look, how did, to, how did you see the race? I, I thought yeah. Scalacci just boots up, is the lead, loves the fence, um, and is the one to beat. I, I thought Mapunga Smoke, if it gets out similar. We'll sort of move up and be right alongside. I think we could be in for a ding-dong yeah. duel. Like, yep. I reckon if those two are going down the back head and head, that it yep. could be an amazing derby final. And I think it possibly looks that way on right. paper to me. I feel like that pair are a lot more in front of the others. So I thought the Aston Costello at 460 was probably a bit short. So I think yep. that market percentage could be split to both Scalacci and uh, Mapunga Smokey. So I think they're both probably... Um, a little bit short for what I think will happen in the race. I think they'll clearly run one too, and I think it could be a, a fantastic final. The other one I thought was a bit short was Webleck Wolf at the 750. Uh, yeah. um, you know, found trouble. I accept that. Um, form before in Melbourne was all right, but what we saw on Thursday night, it's hard to get out of your mind what they did on that particular night in those conditions. And it only takes a repeat of that, and we are going to be set up for a really, really big clash. Yeah, I agree. I think the the two favourites are the two dogs to beat, and I think they have lengths on the opposition. So I expect everyone else to blow out, to be fair. Yeah. Um, and I think they've the two favourites, Scalacci and Mapunga Smokey, have probably both drawn probably what suits them, yep. to be fair. Yeah. I think well, from what we saw with Mapunga Smokey, Box 7's not going to hurt his chances. I mean, he sort of shows really good speed. He likes to sit off a little bit, so that's okay. Um, just whether or not whether he is an extra look at the track, he does want to get more to the rail because yep. he was perhaps a bit new, but it looks like he'll sit off. It looks like he's happy to do that. 
Scalacci clearly, um, apart from one or two strides early, um, he'll come out running. And there's no speed around him, really. So, I mean, he gets that advantage anyway if, if he does happen to have one or two strides there. But he wants the rail. He, yep. he, he showed that and he, he loves it there. So I'm... I'm fingers crossed like you, hoping we get what we think we'll get. Yeah. And that's an absolute match race into the back straight. Yeah. And for the whole of the race. And I'm leaning to Scalacci because he's going to have the, the inside running, I suppose. Um, but um, I'd be very concerned about Mapunga Smokey. That is a very, very strong type of dog. But it's going to be exciting. I've got Scalacci on top ahead of Mapunga Smokey. I will yeah. put Askin Costello in for, for um, third. And I mean... I think you could have a bit of a raffle for Hood run fourth, but I think maybe Weblet Wolf might run fourth, but I think they'll all be playing for the minor end of the prize because yep. the pointy end will be those two dogs, I think. Yep. Yeah, I've gone one, seven, four, five, same numbers as you. Uh, could toss in Lock and Bar Milan for a top four spot if you wanted to try and find something there. But I think your point is so key about the no speed around Scalacci because it would have been a bit more concerning for me had there been some immediate pace on his yeah. outside, given what you correctly said about just that first stride or two that it yeah. took for him to really get mobile. But um, I just see him booting through. I see Mapunga coming up on his outside and um, I see him having a really good battle to the back. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it'll be just last man standing stuff. I think it'll be exciting. Uh, yeah. I mean, race eight, or race not to, I mean, both group three finals are going yeah. to be wonderful, but race eight on Thursday night, definitely one to tune in for and it's it's going to be exciting racing. Terrific stuff. Uh, all right, Matho, time for that time of day again. Uh, it's uh, best bets for Thursday night. Um, yep. Now, I think you might have got rolled last week, did you, or...? Uh, no, 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 one did it. Springvale Roxy, but, but oh, she, yeah, that's she right. was backed she was, into odds on yeah, favourite. Yeah, she was. Yeah, that's Should right. have been your tip if she was odds on. <laughs> uh, who do you like? Well, I'm going to go late in the night, Yatesy. Yep. Um, I'm going to go race 11, and I'm going to go with number six chairman for the Ben Rawlings team. Mm-hmm. Uh, was first up for since June last Thursday night. Um, came out okay. Huge check on the first turn. Ran home okay to run to run fifth. Um, this is not an overly strong race. I think he'll get a nice run in the race. Centre week on his inside and Molly Irish on the outside will be the pace. I think he'll lob third. Yep. I think he'll just be extremely hard to beat. I don't think you're going to get flash odds about him. I think probably 2 220, but I think he'll win. Um, he's got the strength about him. as He does have six and 700 metre form. So I think um, he should uh, get the job done in race 11 for the Dogcast followers. Uh, what did you like on the uh, Matho, look, I thought there was a dead set Quinella earlier on. So okay. race three, Dash of Blue and Fantastic Radley. Yeah. So I've got a leaning to Dash of Blue in the race. So if you wanted to go for a straight out bet, it could be the yep. one. But uh, gee, I'm excited by how Radley's come back and, and just the way that he's building and uh, you know, coming into his own a bit. And I, yep. I'm really looking forward to seeing him over the, the middle distance on uh, on Thursday night. Um, but I thought Dasher Blue might be booting in and being a bit closer to the front than Radley early and, you know, just being a bit too good at the end, but could easily go the other way. So yep. a bit of a safe uh, safety net for me there, Quinella. And Scalacci, I thought, would yeah. boot through, lead them up and win the derby. Okay. Well, I mean, mm. just those names that you've mentioned, like um, all the good dogs are coming out, aren't they, on Thursday night? And it's exciting 
So that race, race three, is a really good race to look at with Radley um, coming back in a really good form. And Dash of Blue, yeah. what, a, what a wonderful job Richard Pierce has been yeah. doing with that dog. Um, so, and he's just at a high level, isn't he, for so long? Like, he, yeah. he hasn't really put in a bad one. No, I mean, he, he was placed in our a state final of the National Sprint. Yeah. He's, a, he's won the Shane McQueen over 595 and is, is a consistency of performance, as you said. North-South Challenge. North-South yep. Challenge, mm. I mean... He's been a, a wonderful dog um, for Richard Pierce and in really good form. So hopefully it continues for them. But, I mean, um, that'll be a race as well to watch, race three on Thursday night. Well, great stuff, Matho. Big uh, big dog cast, and we've got a big night coming up on Thursday. Looking forward to it, Yates. All right, see you all at the track Thursday night at Angle Park.